Welcome to the island. I am your host, Alvis Samuel, and today I want to take a step back and I don't want to get in so much of the COVID vaccine because there's a lot going on with that. Um, but I, I want to get into something that is truly brewing up in the entire world and not really just the sports world leaking out into the to the regular world, but just the world in general. And this is something that I've been searching and doing a lot of research on uh, for years, actually. And, and I still don't have the the real answer quite yet. But I do have the the opposite. I figured out what the true opposite of this really is. And what's brewing up in the world right now, if, if you haven't noticed, what's coming and this thing is coming up, it's a very ugly face. And I know in the past episodes, we I, I've, I've talked about things that are ugly, uh, the ugly face of certain things about giving up your freedom. But with this thing, there is no real mask to put over it. You know it when you see it, you will know it by the smell of it, by the taste of it, you know it by everything around you. However, it's still able to manipulate the mind to make somebody forget what's really going on around them. And I'm here to talk about something that we all should be very familiar of or tasted part of it sometime through our life, and that is fear. Why are we talking about fear? Because this is something that's brewing up in the entire world right now, is not just fear, but the real spirit of fear, of things going on, what you are willing to give up because of fear. See, we can go back through time, go back through history, and we can see just by little steps here and there how fear grows and grows. And then all of a sudden something catastrophic happens to where we all got to band together to get rid of fear. Now, if you know anything about fear... You would say, and, and this is for the people who really study certain things. And, and if you know anything about fear, you know how characteristics of fear, how they transform out of fear. Now, like I said a little earlier, the, the true opposite of fear is the truth. So you might be like, how is that? That doesn't make sense. I thought the opposite of truth is a lie. See, but that's what I mean by if you studied fear. Because a lie is a characteristic of fear. It is, it is something that morphs out of fear. Take a child, for example. When a child gets scared and they know they're about to get in trouble, they, they, they are fearful for what's about to happen to them. So they try to lie their way out of it. See, that lie never formed until they got afraid. 
That's just one example. I'm going to use more examples through about this throughout throughout this episode. But I need everybody to understand this. The true opposite of the truth is fear. And this is something that, like I said, is 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 going around and we're taking steps in the entire world. And these steps are building this fear. And, and slowly but surely, certain things are going to be taken away from you. And, and, and it's going to have that mask on as we're going to take this away from you to keep you from being afraid you're going to lose your freedom. But it still has that ugly face that doesn't need a mask. It just manipulates your mind. And with this fear, like I said... Let's let's see what happens when it starts brewing up and it starts building. What can transpire through this fear? And let's start with something that we all know, we've all heard about, we all know at least something about. And let's start with Hitler. World War II. Let's start with World War II. I could go back to World War I, but I don't want to go that far back. I just want to start with World War II, with the Nazi, the Third Reich, um, Hitler. We should all know something about this. Um, it is, you know, we hit it hard in history. We talk about this more than probably... Hey, can we talk about it more than slavery, to be honest with you, it, it, at least in my mind, for some odd reason? However, let's let's start with this. Little by little, the fear crept in and it was spread by a person. This fear was about the immigrants or just not even, they didn't even have to be immigrants. They were just the Jewish community. They're here to take your jobs. Small little fears. They built up upon it. And it got bigger and bigger. And he comes out, I'm here, Hitler's saying, to bring back the, the proud country of Germany. Because through fear, they weren't proud anymore. They had a lot of issues and they were afraid of what was coming to them and that the outsiders were going to come in and change life as they know it. Um, for the better or for the worse, it depends on what side you want to sit on. But nevertheless, it was fear that brought in Hitler. With this fear came a promise that, you know, with this promise came the lies. You see, like I said, if, if you look and search for the truth, you will find it and you won't really be afraid because you will stand up to this fear that starts to brew and starts to form. And, and and with this being said, 
you can just imagine how many people back in World War II, back back then, before World War II started, when the Third Reich was coming up, how much fear was being pushed out there in Germany. And with this false sense of hope that we can get rid of this if we get rid of them. And this fear, again, it doesn't really morph itself into showing itself to be something different. It shows itself to be the exact same thing every single time. And everyone falls for it sooner or later throughout time. And it is very dangerous when a country, an entire country, falls for this manipulation of fear. And with this manipulation of fear comes... Something very, very ugly and violent. We can fast forward through the Third Reich from the rise of the Third Reich to the Nazi Party. And we can see the ending of this fear, which was World War II. This is the, this is the, the truth of the matter. If someone stood up to this fear, to this speech, and said to themselves during Hitler's time, this is not the truth. Let me stand up for the truth. Would Hitler actually gone into power? But you can see how strong fear can be. Because sooner or later, people got afraid to stand up to Hitler back then. They were fearful that they would, not, not the very extreme of losing their life from dying, but to the point to where they, would, they may lose their job. They could lose, you know, some sort of pension. They could lose a part of their family. Like, it, 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 that, that fear comes up in your mind. And it keeps you from searching and looking for the truth and telling the truth. This is what's going on today in the entire world is this. What's something more recent, you might ask? What is going on? Does anybody who is listening know what is going on right now? Let's keep COVID out of it because I'll get on that, the COVID and the vaccines. I'll get on that, but I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because just listen to my past episodes and you will know where I stand on it. But does anybody know what is happening right now as we speak in South Africa? Does anybody know what's going on out there? You see, there's something that has been going on that nobody wants to talk about. This ugly thing that's happening in South Africa. And, and it's, it, it is very disturbing if you find out about it, if you look and search for the truth, what is happening out there. The middle class, for the most part in South Africa, is completely gone you are either a person with money or you are a person without how did this happen 
Well, fear. That's how it happened. Their, I believe it was their president, prime minister, well, I, I don't, I, I believe the president of South Africa, he was put in jail for corruption and all this other stuff. I don't want to go into that part, but he was placed in jail. Then all of a sudden, subtle unrest started happening throughout the entire country of South Africa. Looting begin to happen. Riots begin to happen. I wonder if this is making sense and starting to click in your mind of where the United States is headed to. And then in the midst of all of this, the pandemic started happening. Then laws started to be made and people had to basically go home and it calmed for a little bit. Then all of a sudden, it started to go up and happen again. And this time, the second head of it was even worse than the first one because the looting and rioting got even worse to the point to where the two classes, now the class with money and the class without, started to go to war with each other instead of trying to figure out a way to make this better. They started to go to war with each other. This is going on right now in South Africa. So business owners, the CEOs, all these people, they are banding together, banding together, and they are taking things in their own hand because the police, the government is unable to do it because how much violence and civil unrest is going on in South Africa. They don't even know where to start. The police out there. So people are banding together on what side of the spectrum you want to be on. The like-minded people. If you heard my previous episodes, you would understand what I mean by like-minded people. They will honestly tell you South Africa is not a racist country, and it's not. And I saw a documentary. There was this one guy. He said, South, this, this has nothing to do with race. And then it ended. See, there's something going on that I've said before. This has everything to do with the segregation of the mind it has everything to do with like-minded people, like-minded individuals. They will band together. If they think like me, if they act like me, you don't have to look like me, but you just have to have the same mindset of me. We can band together. And this is what has happened and what is going on in South Africa. And basically the business owners, the people who are CEOs, presidents of country, not countries of businesses, this is what's going on. They are taking the law into their own hands. Rightfully so. I can see it on both sides. You know, the I can see the the right thing going on on both sides. However, it's still coming up as something ugly. They're banding together to keep their businesses safe from people who want to riot and loot and steal and stuff like that. And so they are they have taken it into their own hands because the police like the United States nurses in South Africa 
are overwhelmed. See, this is something no one's talking about. So they've band together. They created their own coalitions. Some have guns, some have knives, blades, whatever you want it. They, and they are protecting their business, their property. Rightfully so. They have that right to do that. I do not disagree with that at all. That's what they are doing. And that's the people who have. Now, there's no middle class anymore. You either have or you don't. The people who don't, they are looting, rioting, stealing, call it what you want. However, they're not doing it for the fun of it, for the thrill of it. They are doing it to live so that they can provide because you might say to yourself, why don't they get a job? Well, unemployment in South Africa has skyrocketed to the point to where the people that you might think that would have a job don't have those jobs anymore because part of it has to do with the COVID pandemic. So they, they lost their jobs and they're trying to just get by. There's no means they they've ran out of money. They they the government has stopped trying to give them money and there's no jobs out there for them to get. So what are you going to do when you have no way out? At least in your mind, you have no way out. What are you personally going to do if you are not part of the group that has, but you're part of the group that is a have not? What are you now going to do? You don't have money to get food, to to help and feed and help make sure that your family survives. Now, what are you going to do? What is left to do? You're going to riot, loot, take what you need. And a lot of these people don't even, they're not even taking what they want. There are some who are taking what they want. Don't get me wrong. They are out there. But most of these people are just really taking what they need. I saw this video of an entire lying worth of people just wanting to get some gas so they can go to wherever they need or feel like they need to go. And the owner of this gas station had to stand there with a automatic rifle. This is in South Africa telling people you got enough gas. It's time for you to go. You got enough. It's time for you to go. He was actually giving out free gas. However, he was trying to make it orderly so everyone could get something. That way they wouldn't loot and riot his store. This guy is a have who's trying to help, but trying to help the have nots. And he's trying to keep it orderly. So you have those out there who are doing that. But also at night, the have nots turned around to this guy's business and lit it on fire. That, that's something, right? Something. A guy who who has the means to help is helping, goes home, then he gets a call or however he got the information, his business got lit on fire.
because people were still needing things. And I'm going to tell you how this ended up going. He joined this coalition to keep his business safe, this coalition in South Africa to keep his business safe. And then that group went out to the poverty line also at night and they lit the entire neighborhood on fire. Everything burned. Everything in this neighborhood. So the people who had nothing ended up losing everything. The guy who had something also lost his something. This is what fear does to people. It makes them go chaotic. It makes them go crazy because they hold things that that we all take for granted. They hold it dearly to themselves and they are so afraid of losing that they ended up going crazy, chaotic and causing massive issues throughout their neighborhoods, the country. If you don't understand this, trust me, you will. Because this same thing is starting to brew up in America. How do I say this? Why, why am I saying this? There is still the middle class. There is still the haves and have-nots and the people in the middle and all this. That's that's We still have, but there's not, it hasn't been split. Oh, yes, but it has been split. If you haven't realized it, like I said, I was going to go back to COVID. You are either a person who gets the vaccine or you are a person against the vaccine. There is no more in between. There is no more people like me. I just want to see more information. Oh, you've seen enough information. No, I haven't even seen an entire year's worth of people getting this vaccine and how it's causing them, has, seeing how it's causing them to either get healthier or worse or what's going on. I haven't even seen an entire sample, a year's sample worth of this vaccine. I just want to see more proof. I'm not against it. I'm also not for it. I just want to see more proof. That's it. Don't tell me the numbers right now because these numbers right now, these percentages right now can easily flip and change because we don't have enough research right now on truly how safe this thing really is. Like I've said before in the past in previous episodes, you know, Today, it is, what is it, October 1st, it's noon, actually it's 12.05, so yeah, noon, five minutes past noon, and every, here's a story that everyone should know about, but they don't, and it deals with the Supreme Court, also with the vaccines, also with COVID, and how it has formed to make you think that you are safe, but you may not be safe. One of the justices in the Supreme Court, 
has tested positive for COVID. Well, he probably didn't get the vaccination. Actually, every justice on the Supreme Court is fully vaccinated. And they all tested negative on one day. Then a following couple of days later, one of them got tested again. And he tested positive for COVID. One out of it. Well, that's not a big deal. Uh, actually, it is because if he wasn't continuously getting tested, see, if you get a vaccination, you shouldn't have to always get tested. That's usually how vaccinations work. You get the vaccination. You don't got to test to see if you are sick or going to get sick. It usually, you know, helps defeat the virus of whatever is supposed to happen. You know, if you get what I'm saying. But one of these justices tested positive for COVID-19 after he tested negative, also after he was fully vaccinated. But he's okay, they say. See, if you heard me in my previous episodes, you would understand that these vaccines are doing absolutely nothing. Their only thing that they are doing, if anything, it is making you asymptomatic. And that was the biggest focus on COVID when this stuff started happening. You don't know if you're asymptomatic. You don't know. So we need everyone to get tested because you could be spreading it to dear old grandma. You could be spreading it to them. And they're the ones who's going to get really sick. If you remember way back when this first started happening, that was only about a year and a half ago. Just saying. But nevertheless, this is what's happening. So this justice, I believe it's uh, Justice Kavanaugh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he is test. He has tested positive for COVID, even though he's fully vaccinated. They're saying he's showing no symptoms. He's good to go. Well, however, they're telling him to still stay home. But yet everybody else is still vaccinated. But you're telling this one guy who's vaccinated, showing no symptoms, he needs to stay home and not get around the other ones who are vaccinated. Does that not sound kind of iffy? Like, what's the point of the vaccination? If I'm vaccinated, I'm not showing symptoms even though I'm still sick. I'm not showing the symptoms, but I still can't go out with my friends, basically, or go to work. I, I can't do this stuff. I'm not feeling sick. I've been vaccinated. They've been vaccinated. So I should still be able to, you know, do my job right and wrong. That is false, people. Do you not realize this is a thing called false hope? They're giving you false hope when it comes to these vaccinations. Why? I don't know why. I don't. I can't answer that. Maybe because they themselves are trying to get more information on the vaccine. So they're really just like, let's just like, stay on the safe side. Just stay home because we truly don't know if these vaccines are really helping. 
we don't know because we don't have enough evidence. You know, but let's get back to the topic I had. That line is already there in America when it comes to the vaccines. At least you're either for it or you're against it. And like I said before, the president has put his foot in the sand and said, do this. Businesses are following suit where they're saying get vaccinated. You must be vaccinated. I said the other day, the NBA told their players, if you're unvaccinated and you get sick, guess what's going to happen to you? You won't get paid. I said that yesterday. Yeah, let's keep going on, on something the NBA has done also. They're also now saying, coming out, um, they are saying that if you are just a fan and you want to come to the games you can come to the games but you must show proof that you have been vaccinated and if you're not vaccinated you must show proof that you took a test within a 48 hour span and that test has shown to be negative if you do not fall within those guidelines you can't go to the games for the nba Let's keep going. There's some cities for the NBA who just straight up basically said, if you're not vaccinated, you can't come regardless. Player or fan. There's some players like there's one for the Dallas Mavericks, Trey Burke, who is not going to. He said he's not going to get vaccinated for his own reasons. That's fine. That's his own choice. Whatever. However, there's going to be games he's not going to be able to go to to these cities because they're only allowing people who are fully vaccinated to go in the city if there's going to be a large gathering. So he will be at home, sitting home, and oh, by the way, y'all know that's my favorite saying, he won't get paid because the NBA came out and said, if you don't play because you are unvaccinated, you don't get paid. You see how this is rolling? So how many people are going to lose their jobs? It's going to happen sooner or later. And then when you lose your jobs, what's going to start happening? It, that, that the middle class is going to eventually disappear. And you're either going to be the ones that have or... The ones that have not. I, th this is something that you all, we all, myself included, need to understand what's happening. And I know there's a lot of people out there that has known that the government in the United States has been trying to do a lot to eventually get rid of the middle class. Most of the people in the middle class will end up being part of the class that have not. There will be some that will make their way up into the part that for the people who have. But the majority will fall into the part of the have nots. It's going to happen. And that is the basis of all of this. And this is based off of the ugly face of fear. See, fear doesn't have to put on a mask to show that it's. That, that it's something else or that it's beautiful. It doesn't have to do that. You just have to 
fall into its manipulation. Fear is fear. It doesn't have to change. You just have to fall into it. What does this fear have to do with everything? Well, see, like I said, this fear that has to do with everything, again, goes into the vaccines. The fear has already been spread. This fear is COVID. You could die. You could get very sick. Your loved ones could die. Your little ones could die. Everybody can die. But if you actually look at the real numbers of it, it's only 1% of everybody. At, you know. But because of that, now it's the let's get everybody vaccinated. We've already given up our freedom. The freedom of thinking for yourself. Is this the right thing for me to do? Should I ask more questions? We've already given that up. And now it's the fear of either get vaccinated or don't make money. You're going to fall on either or the line. I, I, I'm warning. I'm wanting to warn people out there. And I'm hoping people hear this and they understand this warning. It's happening already in Australia, not sorry, not Australia, in South Africa. And it's making its way around the globe. And I did say Australia. That's because I did a episode on Australia and it's, you know, going on over there, too. That's for a different topic, though. You know, same topic, not really different. However, fear is controlling everybody's thinking. No one is standing up and saying to themselves, what is the truth out of all of this? Let's be honest. No one's saying any of that stuff. What is the truth? And for me, this is what I'm searching for. I'm not searching to hear, you know, confusion because that's what's going on. Everyone's scared. Everybody has this fear. So that now means everyone's getting confused. No one knows who to believe, who to talk to, what research is real, what research is fake. What, what are we doing? We're running around like a bunch of chickens with our head cut off. That's what's going on right now. No one knows. Everyone's acting and reacting out of fear. And eventually this fear is going to grow into anger. And when they become angry, when the people become angry, guess what happens? We got a taste of it during the presidency of President Donald Trump. And this was the taste of equality. And, uh, and I spoke upon that a little bit. And this equality thing, it sounds nice, but it was really wearing a mask and it was really making everyone go crazy to become more segregated than basically since the Civil War, since, you know, or the Civil Rights Movement, I should say. We were all getting more segregated than actually becoming equal. See? But fear doesn't have to do that. Fear can just say, hey, I'm fear. You should 
fear me, then we will all go crazy for some odd reason instead of someone standing up and saying, hold up, fear. What is truly going on here? Why should I fear you? Because the actual percentages of this says that there's only 1% of everyone who's actually going to die from this disease, 1%. But yet we are all being forced to get this vaccination. Last I checked, the flu virus has a higher percentage of killing you than COVID. However, it's not mandated for you to take it. You don't have to take this. If you don't want to, not only do you not have to take it, um, you can still go to work if you don't take it. You can still make money if you don't take it. You're not going to have to lose things if you don't take it. You know, it, just saying, if you catch the flu and you didn't take the flu vi uh, vaccine, then, you know, you, you go to the hospital. Some of y'all just stay home, call in to work a couple of days, use your sick days, still get paid. And then when you get better, you go back to work. Why can't we do the same thing for COVID? I don't know. It's just a respiratory virus, right? Just saying. I am just saying. However, this spirit of fear has truly come over the entire world. And with this comes the segregation of the mind. And with this comes segregation of you know, economic classes. And then with this is going to come anger. And then this anger is going to warp into destruction. And then with this destruction, it's going to keep going into chaos. And with this chaos will come false hope. And with this false hope, will come death. This is the pattern of where we're at and where we're going. We're only in the beginning stages of this. And this is what people need to realize if they don't stand up for the truth. What is the truth? Everybody wants to fall back into the fear of losing things. Not realizing that you worked hard to get it. I get it. You don't want to work hard again to regain it. However, you worked hard to get it. That means that there's something in your mind that says if you lose it, you can get it again. But you don't want to do that. So you fall into this fear. My possessions mean more to me than my freedom. My safety means more to me than my freedom. Because honestly, if you really think about it, if you have freedom, you have safety. You can do what you feel like is the right thing to do for you and yourself and your family, regardless of the consequences. But if you lose your freedom for this so-called safety, then if you have a bad consequence with this safety, you know, what are you going to do then? Just saying. So I urge everybody to don't just take a person's word. Don't just take my word. Look at the proof. And if there's not enough proof, ask 
the real questions. If you don't know what questions to ask, then sit back and just say, I need to see what's going on first. And don't lose your freedom for the sake of quote-unquote safety. Don't lose your mind because this spirit of fear is warping and going ravage throughout the entire world right now. But instead, stand up for the truth. Because if you do that, fear has no place to go inside of you. Thank you for listening to The Island Podcast. I am your host, Alvis Samuel. You can find me on Facebook at AS The Island. You can listen to the podcast basically anywhere you listen to podcasts. I don't know how to say all that good junk, but thank you again for listening to The Island Podcast. And I am your host, Alvis Samuel. And again, everybody, search for the truth.